How they did it and why will we learn from the experiences of others? So in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about Katherine Johnson. So Katherine Johnson, as you know, is a famous uh, mathematician and scientist. Uh, the movie Hidden Figures was based on her life where uh, and it starred um, Taraji P. Henson, which I think Taraji actually did a really good job in that movie. I think it's actually my favorite movie that she's done, um, Taraji. So that was awesome. But so I want to know how Katherine Johnson was able to do, you know, what she did and being this, you know, just amazing mathematician at a time, you know, in the segregation era and getting this amazing job at NASA. That's pretty impressive. I mean, it's just such a big deal. And I think it sticks out to me because mathematics, like that advanced mathematics like that has always been something that I absolutely cannot do. I usually try not to be in that habit of saying, I can't do this, I can't do that. Give me anything over algebra or algebra two and my head starts to hurt. It's just not for me. I am not wired up to do it. But this woman was, I really feel that she had, you know, a natural ability to understand math in a very, in this very complex way. She was also a brilliant teacher. So she was also not only able to understand it, but teach it to others. And that's really hard. And I just feel, you know, for some of the things that she had to calculate, the math almost didn't even exist yet in some cases, if I'm understanding it correctly. So to kind of understand this, you know, advanced math, and then on top of it, to be able to take it a step further, she really had some natural ability. And, you know, as you all know, some of us are just wired up really good for certain things. Some of us are wired up really good to be athletes. Some of us are wired up really good to be writers, but her gift was her mathematical ability. And she, you know, shared it with us in, in such an awesome way. And yeah, so I want to go ahead and get into her um, life story just a little bit. Um, so she was born in 1918. Okay, out in West Virginia, and she was, of course, an American mathematician, uh, mathematician, excuse me, whose calculation of orbital mechanics, which is like very complex math. So orbital mechanics is the application of ballistics and celestial mechanics to the practical problems concerning the motion of rockets and other spacecrafts. And these, the motion of these objects is usually calculated with Newton's law of motion and the law of universal gravitation. So, you know, if you watch the movie, you kind of get to see how that all those different types of math work together to um, form orbital mechanics. I think the movie kind of did a good job of like explaining that in layman's terms, which is what I need. <laughs> so, um, 
And anyway, so she had this 35 year career at NASA. And of course, you know, that was at a very difficult time. But early on, you know, she actually started high school at the age of 10 years old. And how cool is that? Like, 10 years old, starting high school, she just already had such a big jump in her career just from doing that. And again, that just goes to prove the point of her having that natural ability because that is not the average. So, and then she went on at age 14 to graduate high school and then she finished college at age 18. So again, just absolutely incredible. So, um, you know, she goes on, you know, from 1953 to 1958, she worked as a computer, um, which was the term that they used for people in those days who did computing, who solved mathematical equations because she was doing that before computers were actually invented. And then later on, um, certain aspects of these computers that she was working with actually draw from her own ability to compute. So that's pretty cool too. So I wanted to quickly share um, this article about her, which is right on um, NASA's website. So I'm gonna go ahead and do this screen share for you. So, you know, it just does a really good job of like, you know, going over her career at NASA. It touches on her early life just a little bit. Um, you know, it says here when Catherine was 34, she settled, yeah, she heard that NASA was hiring African-American women to solve problems and call them computers. And, um, you know, the job was already taken, but she didn't give up. She kept applying. And then the next year, NASA hired her. So she worked with a large group of women who were all computers like she was, but she stood out in the group and was asked to go on into NASA even further. Um, and that's how she ended up getting into the calculations of um, like the Apollo 11 and the Apollo 13 and all that. So, um, yeah, I really just enjoyed reading up on her life a bit and her accomplishments. She did unfortunately pass away earlier this year, actually February, February 24th, 2020, but she was 101 years old. So she lived a very long life and definitely made her amazing contributions to society, which, you know, this math is still being used today. Probably the computers are able, the actual computers we use are probably able to do some of it now, but she was doing it the good old fashioned way. So I really think what made her special was when I was looking over some of the backstory of her life, I noticed that her parents really took a special interest in her. When she was age 10 and she went to start high school, they actually had to split their time between two cities to do that. So that was a sacrifice on the part of the parents. And, you know, I just think that's really cool to see because I think that when we invest in our children and our children see from their parents that, wow, they really care, you know, and they believe in my abilities boy, does it spur them on. So, you know, this was a very positive, 
you know, positive home environment that she had to where she was able to, you know, get the support that she needed. And that is really what helped her to go on. You know, when she says later, you know, she would be the only woman and the only black person in the room. And, you know, without having that sense of who she was and, you know, that her family kind of had this deep care for her and not only what she was doing for herself and her family, but for the others as well. I think that's something that really probably made her really want to have that push and to, to not give up. So she certainly did that. Um, I also stumbled across this book on Amazon and I think that this book out of all the ones I've seen, you know, it has the best reviews on, you know, it was just real well written. This is what most people had to say. There's also some kids books on her. So if you have kids, you may want to check out some of the kids books that are out there on her. But anyway, um, I have this up on the screen share too right now. And um, so this is the one that's up on Amazon. It's called just Katherine Johnson reaching for the moon. It's of course an autobiography and I kind of like also the layout of this book. And then of course, you know, has a picture of her parents and, you know, goes into that, but you get to see like some early pictures of her and of course, lots of pictures, you know, from her career and things like that. So I like this um, book up on Amazon too, because it gives you a lot of like preview of the pages. I love when they do that. Not every book on Amazon you could do that. So with this one, you kind of get a good idea of how it's going to read and you can see if it's good for you. But um, I really, I really, you know, this is definitely going to be one on my list to check out. So there she is just um, a little bit before her passing. So awesome. So yeah, I hope you found this little bit of info on Katherine Johnson to be helpful and informative. Um, again, I think that when we're able to look at the experiences of others, it kind of just helps us in the direction of our lives and, and, and how we want to achieve our goals. So, so what I want to know is, who is doing the calculations now? Because she sounds like she was the best at that. And yeah, so if she ain't doing it, who is? And I'm not getting in your spacecraft. Because if I get stuck, y'all don't have her to bring me home. Like she bought the one astronaut home. So... I don't want to get it. Okay, first of all, I don't even know why I'm talking about going in outer space because that's the last thing I would do. Am I the only person who just like outer spray, outer space? I can't even talk. I'm so tired, guys. Freaks me out. I don't want to go up there. I don't, I just, it's not for me. It's not for me. I don't need to go up there. I don't need to see all that. That's too much information for me. Don't try to blow my head up like that. I was sitting up here trying to figure out some of these mathematical equations that she did. And that's why I'm looking distressed right now. What's distressing? This woman is a genius. See, brilliant. She 
was brilliant. So now that she ain't on the job, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't even know if I want to get on the airplane now that she, because I need to know whose mathematical equations they're using. Because when your computer crashes, it just crashes and it may not pick up on the last spot that it left off. So, and even computers, when you get into this high computations, they make errors. You know, they're modeled off of our brains. Our brains are better than the computer. So, makes me a little uneasy. I'm just being absolutely ridiculous right now. <laughs> just excuse me as I go off on a random tangent, but just incredible woman. Absolutely incredible woman. I hope you found this information to be helpful and have a great day.